every Green Diva needs a sidekick. At the Green Divas radio show, they're called Green Dudes. Time now for a deeper shade of green from a guy's perspective. Oh, we are going to rock out today talking with our favorite Green Devo. Yeah. And people, go look that up, D-I-V-O, because really the opposite of a Green Diva is not as we always thought it should be, a dude. Mm-mm. Uh, and Mike Mike Novak schooled us. Hey, Mike. Hey. We got, we got I, a- of course, I'm still, uh, I'm still arguing for spelling it D-E-V-O, but I think I'm going <laughs> to lose that argument. Yes. <laughs> it's D-I-V-O. Well, because D-V-O, isn't that the band? That's the band with from the, the 80s. I saw them at the Rat Skeller in Boston, man. <laughs> oh, my yeah. goodness. I know. I'm old. What can I say? So hey, listen. I was tell I was telling somebody the other day that I was at the Moody Blues farewell tour in wow. Ann Arbor in in 1974. Okay. Mm, wow. And they still do farewell tours <laughs> for Moody Blues. They've been doing farewell tours ever since. Yeah, isn't that funny? <laughs> I know. Well, so let's talk pollinators, man. We were. You know, we decided that one of the topics, you're also a master gardener in addition to being a fabulous radio show host of the Mike Novak Show. So, Soon to be on the Green Divas. Yeah. Oh, yeah, wait a minute. Right, right. Forget the pollinators yeah, for a minute gotta here. we got to talk about that. we got to talk about that <laughs> because we are really excited. We have, you know, our our first beta version of the Green Divas. Green Divas. Okay. The Green Divas. Global <laughs> Digital Radio Network, Ba-da! dedicated to green and healthy living. Yes, thank you very much. With the best content, and <laughs> and we can say that because um, we got the Mike Novak show in mm-hmm. addition to the Green Divas. So well, I can't argue with you there because you're speaking the truth. You know, so. hey. <laughs> um, so it's going to stream live. Well, not live, but it's going to stream. Every Wednesday, the new show will go up, the Mike Novak show, the two-hour version. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think it'll be from 2 to 4. That's what we've kind of decided. 2 and to 4 Eastern time. Eastern time. So you'll know for sure because it'll be in the schedule. Stay tuned for that. It's yeah. so exciting. Yeah, it is very exciting. Thanks, Mike. We really are thrilled Thank to you have being you on our, board. Thank you for being our beta man. Beta Devo. I like being the beta guy. The beta Devo. That's all right with me. Is that is that like being a? Is it the same as being a backdoor man too? <laughs> hey, whatever. I was thinking Beta Max. <laughs> anyway, so uh, and but they're not they're not uh, uh, nailed down to that two hour slot, is it? Doesn't it rebroadcast at various times? Or it will rebroadcast. But the first, but the fresh version, the the first yeah, uh, new it's show is always going to be two to four. Two to on four Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah. You betcha. It'll be so exciting. I can't wait. I know. I am stoked myself. We're lucky, Green Divas. And we're here in uh, Jersey. You're in Chicagoland. And we are hanging out, as promised, in our pajamas. Oh, yeah, that's right. We did talk about that. Why why do I not have my Skype on? That's (laughs) what I want to know. Well, it wouldn't do you any good because mine's not turned on. That camera is turned off. (laughs) (laughs) Mine has uh, uh, duct tape over the lens so, oh, really? so nobody funny. sees me in my jammies. That's yeah. funny. <laughs> See, well, we were going to describe these sexy green divas jammies, and it turns out it's like yoga pants, sweatshirts. An old ragged sweatshirt, <laughs> you know. 
Yeah. Oh, I thought it was part of the Green Diva swag. Yeah, the swag. The green lingerie. (laughs) We are modeling it as we speak. We've got the the holidays coming up. You know, you should be marketing the Green Diva's jammies. Yeah, you know, that's a good idea. I think there's there's an idea right there. And that, but back to pollinators. That's a good segue <laughs> to pollinators, I think, right there. Let's let's go pollinate. Yeah. Oh my god. I know we're out, we're off the trail. It's too much fun. I love I this guy. <laughs> but uh, you know, it's it's uh, interesting because we're here. We here we are going into the winter, and of course, uh, you guys are in Jersey. I'm in Chicago. Last year, uh, we had a, a brutal winter oh, here. I'm not god. sure how too many polar vortexes going on well. there. Yeah, it was pretty rough here, too. It was very cold. I can't take it if we have another winter like that. Well, we might. And it's, you know, it's part of uh, the whole climate change scenario. um, And the volatility of our weather is part of that. I was just listening to a conversation uh, by a woman who was talking about NOAA, the National uh, Oceanographic and Atmospheric Administration, right. and all the political battles going on there, and how they're, they um, are 400 weather people down. I mean, they, they need that staff. They don't hmm. have them. The, the satellites are going out of date. They're, they're ancient satellites, wow. and the question is whether the um, uh, defense satellites are going to have to pick up the slack and, and look at our weather. It seems insane well, that in the era of climate change huh. that we don't have the proper uh, information coming in to NOAA. Well, there's a job market wow. there. Anybody in school want to learn? Mm-hmm. You know exactly. Well, uh, you know, and, and it, if I had it to do over again, uh, meteorology would be high on the list. Mm-hmm. I have become a weather geek. Uh, and uh, and I love on my own radio show the segment I have with meteorologist Rick DeMaio. I know Lynn, you've heard him; he's mm-hmm. fabulous. Yeah. Um, and he's uh, from the uh, he's actually from out your way. He's from out east, and oh, yeah. he's a transplanted uh, easterner. And he's in Chicago now. Oh, okay. Um, but uh, you know, it's odd we're talking about pollinators at the, at this time because here we go in the cold weather and we don't think about them in the winter. Right. Uh, and yet we we need to because come spring we have to um, remember that our pollinators are under threat too, and it's mostly because of habitat loss. Right. Um, I had um, Dr. Marla Spivak on my radio show a couple of Sundays ago, and we got to, to talking about this issue of, of what's happening with our pollinators and. You know, most people focus on bees and honeybees. Right, but um, bats, honeybees right? is, you know, Apis mellifera is not a native species in the United States. Really? We oh. brought these over. They're called, this is the reason they're called European honeybees. Okay. Uh, so we have created these colonies because they're the most efficient pollinators, or at least we have thought that they were the most efficient pollinators. But we have all kinds of native pollinators. Um, And one of the things that she pointed out, you know, as we're dealing with the decline of honeybees and the fact that they're losing up to 30% of the honeybees uh, per year. So coming out of winters now, you can expect to see about 30% loss in your honeybees. And in some cases, up to 50%. Um, And I've talked to those people in in the business. And first of all, it's, it's hard on them 
emotionally. They care about their bees. Yeah. Um, these these are living creatures. These these colonies um, are very important to the the beekeepers. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, secondly, it's a business. How do you how do you maintain a business if you lose fifty percent of your inventory every season? Yeah. Yeah. How does that happen? Yeah. Um, and uh, a key factor in this is is what's happening, the same thing that's happening to monarch butterflies, which is the loss of habitat. In the case of the monarchs, it's because we keep uh, destroying the milkweed right. that they survive on. Is it too late to uh, plant milkweed, by the way? Have I missed my window? Uh, yeah. Sorry. Well, you know what? No, 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 no. Actually, no. What people do is uh, at this time of year, you and I still have some milkweed pods in the back, my backyard, scatter um, by the alley. I planted all of this milkweed by the uh, alley, and a lot of those plants are still there. And what you do is you can take one of those pods, and they call them milkweed bombs, and you you throw it into a field, uh-huh. and that you know releases all those seeds, and uh, many of them, or or at least some of them, will germinate in the spring. Right. Uh, so you could do that. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm not sure exactly what the viability is at this time of the season, but I suspect it's decent. Um, yeah, still be something. Mm-hmm. That you could still do that. Yeah, because um, I've got some seed. Now, what about other pollinators, like the ones we, we don't think about as much being bats and birds and migratory birds and such? Well, we know that bats are under threat. Yeah, and so are um, the songbirds. And songbirds. You know, it's it's estimated, well, there's just... This, we're really good at uh, wiping out our uh, animal populations, aren't we? It's not yeah. good. Um, and, I mean, I don't know the numbers. I don't have the numbers in front of me uh, in terms of how many birds are killed by flying into buildings. Oh, yeah. It's but millions. It's astonishing. That's it's light astonishing. pollution that causes some of that. Mm-hmm. They get very yes. confused. And there's actually a movement in Chicago to turn off those lights, and it has been successful. Is that the flap, um, or what is it called? Dark night? Well, there's no. dark skies. There's <laughs> dark the dark sky. sky right. And there's also flat, but that's Canadian, I think. And I can't remember no, what it's No, all right. For. Now I'm going to have to go look up uh, whatever it was in Chicago because yeah. a, a friend of mine, um, I, I, and I talked about this on the show, I don't know, several months ago. Um, and uh, if I can find it before our conversation is over, I'll get you the, uh, the information. Well, there, and we'll put there it There are in- programs. What? Well, I was going to say, we'll put it in whatever post, because I know there's going to be a post that accompanies this particular segment and podcast. Uh-huh. And I know you'll have a lot of information. We can put a link in there for, you know, uh, birds, bats, <laughs> all of our pollinators. And ways to take action. And ways to take action for the bees. And I mean, there's the neonicotinoid problem. Neonicotinoid. Yeah. I love saying right. that word. I know, and I they are enough. powerful chemicals, and you know, and Europe has banned some of them. Uh, the interesting thing when you talk to scientists about neonicotinoids is that most scientists will not say that that is the smoking gun when mm-hmm. it comes to bee loss. They will say it's part of the problem, right? right. And undoubtedly, it is. Yeah. Um, but there are so many things that are we even before neonicotinoids were introduced 
there was bee decline. The colony decline. collapse disorder? Well, no, that, 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 um, even before colony collapse disorder, which started around 2006, right. uh, bees were in decline, and mainly because of the introduction of a mite called the mm. varroa mite. Right, right, right. Uh, and, if, and, and if you look at a graph uh, from uh, starting in the, right after World War II, right. uh, you can see the decline start. Uh, and it's it's kind of fascinating, and then of course it accelerates uh, when uh, we get to uh, 2006, and then suddenly bees were disappearing from hives. And I and don't think was... people understand. They're starting to more and more, but I don't think folks generally understand how important pollinators are for our food system. Like literally. There are, yeah, they're not making the connection yeah, for some reason. Yeah, if bees disappeared, there'd be no more almonds. I mean, there'd be you know, straw, whatever. There's a whole lot of common foods that we're addicted to, <laughs> take you know, for granted. Interesting. Almonds are an interesting case. And, and I made the argument when I was talking to Dr. Spivak on my show. I, I asked her, I said, should we be growing almonds anymore here in the United States? Well, it's, it's this huge crop, and it's worth... Untold dollars. I I, I couldn't even estimate what it is. But to get it, you have to bring 60% of the honeybee hives in the United States to California to Mm. pollinate the almond crop. So you've got 60%, yes, fully 60% of the bees in the United States are shipped to California. So you can pollinate this crop, which... Uh, uses also a lot of water, and yeah. guess where they're growing yeah. it? In yeah. a drought area. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Okay. They're right. So There's think, a case to consider, you know, yeah, not growing. That's quite a, like, quite a bit of commuting for those bees, too. <laughs> that might tired. be part of the problem. They're tired. Well, it was interesting because I thought, I mentioned that. I said, this must be stressful for the bees, and... Um, uh, Dr. Spivak said, no, they actually kind of like it, you know, bouncing along in a truck like that. Um, it, there's, <laughs> Did they there's, re- fill out a survey after and, the ride? Or? <laughs> I guess. Um, <laughs> although she said, but, you know, it does get wearing, after, you know, if you're doing it uh, all the way across the country, as it would for anybody who's yeah. driving yeah. all the way across the country. That's a, that's a long trip. <laughs> Roast it. Well, so, you know. There's a lot of factors here, and... And the other thing that's kind of frustrating is that we, we, can, we can map what's happening to our honeybees because we have the colonies and it's a business, and you can count the number of colonies right. that you have. Right. But our native pollinators uh, are much harder yes. to, uh, to count and to understand uh, how they're doing. And we're, she's concerned that because we, we don't pay as much attention to the native pollinators. Yeah. Uh, that they might be in decline. And she says there's you know certain species that they just don't see anymore. Yes, and it makes them worried. Yeah. Um, yeah, we should be. And worried. then of course, you know, fifty thousand bumblebees were killed in Oregon last year mm-hmm. when some idiot landscaper sprayed linden trees that were in bloom Ugh. with a neonicotinoid. Ugh. Yeah. And, it, and, of course, the bumblebees came over and died. And the reason was, well, 
we were afraid there might be aphids in the trees, uh, which would create honeydew, and then the cars would melt below would get sticky stuff on them. Oh, gosh. Even though what a tragedy. nobody had ever complained about that. Oh, that's so oh. this is the kind of yeah. This is the kind of stupid, stuff that we stupid have to human behavior. This is what I yeah, call... but the largest and you know fifty fifty thousand bumblebees died, and the largest fine was about five hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. That's just wrong. This is why you know you've got to make it hurt. You got to put that business out of business if you're that stupid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And that's that's the frustrating thing to me is that we don't we don't put enough emphasis on it, and the the, the fines are not punitive. They're not even a slap on the wrist. I could have written a five hundred dollar check well i think for that what it is is that as a society we have to understand the value the real real value of these things um of bees and pollinators and nature and over you know our cars getting a little bit of freaking whatever honey suckle i'm sorry (laughs) i'm about to flip out so (laughs) now we have to we have to like close up i could talk to you all day mike we could we're having a good time um, but I want to encourage people, as we always do, as we mm-hmm. always do, to visit the Mike Novak show, and that's N O W A K, in case that's it, right. anybody wants to actually spell it correctly. And um, you know, we're gonna... <laughs> in case, and nobody really wants to. I uh, know nobody <laughs> wants to, but they, if they want to find you, so. But also, start looking for Mike on the Green Divas Network, mm-hmm. both on our site and in our. Um, Radio show, streaming, and podcasts. Yay! So great to have you on I'm the show, Mike. I'm very excited about it. This is going to be really a, a lot of fun and looking forward. And, Meg, of course, um, uh, Lynn has already been on my show. Yes, I have. Uh, so you need to uh, be next. on my show, and we're going to have that soon. Oh, my turn. Yay! Oh, that'll be fun. We can just, you know, play some more. Thank you, Mike. Uh, Cross-pollination. Cr- oh, Sorry. Uh, Ta-da! She's uh, so clever. Wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bye, Mike. Thanks, Talk Mike. to you soon. All right, take care. Want more information on this Green Dude segment and other ideas for low-stress green living? Go to thegreendivas.com. That's T-H-E, greendivas.com.